everyone, and welcome back to That First Step podcast. On today's show, I am joined by a gentleman. Yes, you heard that correctly. I have a man on the show, episode 15. And not just any man, someone with the most amazing story and so much to offer. Richie left school and went into trade and then became a physiotherapist and finally listened to his soul and became the musician he always wanted to be. On today's show, Richie talks all about touring Europe, how to find producers, how to find venues, what kind of venues make him most happy when he's performing, how the pandemic impacted his career, and how now he is building a tour bus from scratch, which you can follow on his Instagram. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Well, hello, Richie, and welcome to that First Step podcast. How are you today? I'm brilliant, Jess. And you? Oh, I'm great. No, thank you so much for asking. No, I'm in great form. So, Richie, you're the first man we have on this podcast. So I'm so excited to finally speak with a man and learn all about how he took his first steps. So let's start off with, when you were younger, what did you want to be when you grew up? And what did you do after school? Um, well, I think when I was younger, I wanted to be a singer, musician. That was one of my 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 biggest things. But uh, then as then as I grew older and a bit wiser, I realised I just become a, a carpenter. <laughs> smart move, smart move, especially in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's so clever and. When you started off, you know, in carpentry, you know, how was it? What kind of, did it fuel your passion? And I suppose what led you from there to get to where you are today? Um, when I, I, I dropped out of school six months before the leaving cert and because uh, I, was, I was living by myself at the time. So I was 17 trying to get myself up for school and up for the leaving cert and it just wasn't going to happen. So I dropped out didn't have a leaving cert so I, I, I went and I did a trade and I did that for like two or three years and um, it was it was something that I, I had a big interest in it but by the time I'd actually left it I absolutely hated it because <laughs> uh, I just it, re, it made me realize that uh, you know it wasn't something that I wanted to be doing when I was like 60 years. You know, it wouldn't have given me that fulfillment that when I was 60, that would I would have gone, I would have jumped out of bed for it and said, right, I, I'm I'm gonna gonna do cabinet. It was it was actually I was a cabinet maker for uh, yeah about three years after school, and I just knew it wasn't for me in the long in the long run. So no, absolutely, and there's so many people who go through that shift that mental shift of where they might be confused or they're, you know, trying to decide if that's the career path for them. So I suppose what steps did you take Richie in, you know, putting down, you know, this isn't for me. I want something else. How do you decide to shift then? Um, well, it took me, it took me a long time. I remember, uh, my foster mother used to, she was, I used to go to her, her house for lunch and I'd, I'd be given out about 
the job I was currently in. And, and she used to say, you know, I always see there's something bigger for you. And I could never like really figure out what she was on about. And then I, then I realized it's, uh, you know, there was something bigger for me. I ended up going to university after that. I ended up uh, qualifying as a physiotherapist. It took me six years after, after the carpentry. And um, then after, then uh, when I was doing physiotherapy, halfway through it, I realized, hold on a minute, I've been, I, I write songs, I've been playing the guitar since I've been 14, and I've been writing music since I, I was like uh, knee high. And uh, uh, I used to always think to myself, why don't I just, if I, can, if I can do six years and become a physiotherapist, why can't I write songs and make a living from that? So then when I qualified as a physiotherapist in 2010, I didn't work one day as a physiotherapist and I just decided to pursue a career as a solo musician. Oh, wow. And I mean, physiotherapy yeah. for six years must have been so tough. So to have that motivation, yeah, to have that motivation and that constant drive as well. And especially coming from your background as well, Richie, I'm sure your foster mother, you know, from what I getting from me speaking about her was a big influence in your oh, life yeah. and, and she really just helped yeah. you find your path which is instrumental pardon the pun mm. to how you got to where you are now so you play guitar and you said physio isn't for me anymore what's the first thing you did you did after finishing university in physiotherapy um the first thing i did was i got a load of musicians and uh, I, I got them all into a studio and we, we started recording my music and I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And the, the demos that we recorded turned out absolutely, they were rubbish. And uh, then eventually I decided that I was going to get um, a producer on board. So I got uh, the producer from the frames. I moved to Dublin when I came back from Ireland and, uh, then I got the producer from the frames and he, he produced my debut album and I went to France and I produced it with a, a load of different musicians. Um, and it was me, it was me like taking a big, huge step into something I'd never done. I hired, I, I hired, I hired a load of professional musicians. Uh, I paid for them to fly over to France. I paid for the studio time. So it was a lot of money. It was a lot of time. And it was like for, the first thing, first thing everyone would say to you was like, how much was it? <laughs> like, it was like, you know, how much does it cost? And for me, it wasn't about the money of, of how much, how much it was going to cost. It was just something, these songs that I had inside that I had to, uh, produce and I had to produce them to the best level that I could possibly produce them to. And, um, that's, that was the first step. <laughs> That's amazing. And I can sense your passion because Richie, as soon as you really started talking about that, your face lit up, which is so important, especially it's, I've said it before in podcasts, it's a long life, but it's also a short life. And to write down your goals and really work towards them is so key to finding that happiness. So what advice would you give someone to finding a producer? I'm sure getting the frames producer, wow, was difficult, but what advice would you give somebody in your similar position? Um, it's, it's, see, it's, 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 it's very easy to get attached to what you're doing, whether it's music or whatever it is you're building or creating. But as soon as you get another person from a different angle, that's, uh, 
obviously they're more experienced because they're doing this day in day out for different artists and different musicians and uh they're able to see what you're doing from a different angle whereas you're you're really attached to what it is you're doing i suppose that's kind of true for no matter what it is you're doing whether you're an artist or you're starting your own business or whatever it's like this is your baby and it's kind of hard to let someone else in to to um you know give you advice or tell you your this is doesn't sound right or that mightn't be going in the right direction but for me because i brought the musicians together and i had tried to get the songs that were in my head out onto the tape but it wasn't working so then i was like right i need a producer and it was the best thing i did but it was one of the hardest things i i did because it was then surrendering your your um your songs that you've worked, you know, you've kind of, you've held on to them. They're yours. And then you're, you're handing them over to a producer that you're just hoping and praying that they've got a vision and they, they can hear what it is you're hearing. And I was, I was lucky enough that David, the, the producer, he, he, he was able to hear it. And the result is I'm happy. <laughs> no, absolutely. And Richie, that advice can be transformed into business as well. I'm sure lots of CEOs of businesses know when it's time to hand over their baby to somebody who's more qualified in that particular area. In this case, yeah. Dave, the producer. Um, and it worked out well, obviously, because we're here today yeah. and you're, you're definitely a successful musician now. So after France, what happened next? Uh, so after France, I was... Uh, I released an EP and then I was over and back to Germany for a, a year or two. And I, I signed with a German label in the north of Germany, but that didn't go so well. And I had a lot of issues with that label and it delayed the release of my album by a year and a half. Um, and then eventually I, I had to release it independently myself last year. And I ended up, tour in Europe for nine months of, of last year and I played in over 10 different countries and 150 shows in all across Europe so that was what happened but it took me a long long time it was because I wanted to release the the album uh, with the label but they had other ideas and it didn't work out in the end so I had to release myself and how did you release it yourself to anyone right now I just just Yes, just cool. digitally. Oh, it wow. was just. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, there was no bells and whistles with it. it was just, <laughs> just get it out there and do a tour. And to do your tour, did you hire a PR company or an events company? No, I, 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 I had some uh, help with some of the gigs, and and I had a booking agency, a booking um, agency in Poland organized the tour of me uh, but a lot of it a lot of the tour I just organized myself because I'd been over and back to Germany a couple of years in uh, maybe five years in a row so I'd built up like a, a network of contacts and uh, friends over there so it was it was a bit easier yeah it's it's so great to build up that network especially in a business like yourself in the entertainment industry it's probably so paramount to your success having that network built and also knowing the right people who to work with and who won't mess you about as well and have your best interests. So now that we're in the pandemic, Richie, unfortunately, obviously gigs and yeah. performing is difficult for artists like yourself. So 
I've seen recently you're building a van. Tell us about yeah. that because I'm so intrigued. Um, well, the, the the story behind the van is I bought a Globetrotter uh, four-berth uh, camper van for my tour in Europe last year. And it was it was like 30, 30 years old and it was really slow and it was only designed for a family to go to the beach for and it wasn't designed for touring around Europe and uh, lugging your 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 PA and your music equipment and guitars around with you. So I decided when I was finished this tour last year that I was going to take this year off and plan for my next tour in Europe and also build a camper specifically for touring uh, and also for Ashling because Ashling works on she works digitally online. So it was a uh, to make sure that the two of us could work and travel at the same time. Well, that's great. And you're doing your reconstruction on Instagram as well, bit by bit, which is, it's fantastic. What, you know, what advice would you give someone looking to do similar? Are you, I've seen you put in the insulation, the flooring, you're doing it all yourself. I mean, the carpentry background definitely has helped. But what (laughs) what advice would you give someone else maybe with a similar interest? Uh, it, I, 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 it's funny because I was only thinking of it today it's um, the van for me is like every other aspect of my life it's you know you mightn't be you mightn't have done something before or you mightn't be sure of uh, how to do it but you're 100% certain that it's something that you you need for for you to go forward in what it is you're doing and for me the van is something that I need to do to then to be able to to go forward with my career, to be able to to be able to have successful tours in Europe, I need a really good van, and uh, it's something that I've had to jump into, and almost like just throw yourself off a cliff and then spread your wings and you'll be fine. <laughs> Great advice. I'm I'm going on tour next year. All going well in the world. What are your tour plans? My tour plans will be, um, I'm hoping to get further afield next year. I'm, I'm planning to tour in Europe, uh, do a bit more touring in Switzerland. And uh, yeah, so I'd like to, because I do quite a lot of touring in Germany. So I'm hoping because I've got this, this uh, my tour bus, I can travel a bit further. No, that's absolutely great. And it's so exciting as well. And great to have plans to look forward to. Um, I suppose, Richie, if, if a musician right now is listening to this podcast and they have their guitar, they have their mic, but that's with all the equipment they have and they don't know where to go next, what advice would you give them? Um, my advice for them would be to get out and start playing in front of whoever and to play as much in front of people as they can and to focus on their own path, focus on their own journey because it's, uh, there might be a hundred other people in the same field as you're doing the same thing, but it's your, your journey is going to be unique to everyone else's journey that you're on. And it's important not to get sidetracked with whatever anyone else's journey is because your, your, your journey is the most important one to stay focused on. And, to get out there, start doing open mic nights. If you're if you're beginning to start uh, 
just playing in front of people. Begin with open mic nights. Then from there, see if you can get family and friends together. If you can play at someone's uh, birthday party or if you can try and get a house concert. I play a lot of house concerts in Europe. And it's basically, it's like people get their friends and their families together and they, they like to listen to live music. So you go to people's house and you play for an, in, an intimate crowd of 40, 60 people in, in a house. And uh, they've actually been some of my, my best gigs is playing house concerts. So yeah, my advice to anyone who, who writes music or wants to perform is get out there and play as much as they can. Well, that's such great advice. Absolutely. And what's the day in the life like for a musician, Richie? Like what's your morning routine? What keeps you motivated? <laughs> My morning routine at the moment is uh, get up and build a van. <laughs> yeah, that's from great. Da- from, dawn, from dawn to dusk. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have seen you on the back of Ashling's Instagrams as well. And I see you're big into yeah. juicing as well. So obviously being mentally yeah. healthy and physically healthy is really important to you. Do you think having that clean diet definitely does impact your your motivation, your ability to keep going as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially um, when I was on when I when I was on tour last year, it was it was one of the the only things that was was able to maintain the tour was watching what I eat, making sure. And the reason I I actually got the camper was. Because I I'd done a lot of touring before previously in in Germany, and when you're sleeping in different beds every night, you're sleeping in a different venue or some some different place. Uh, it, it, you never get a really good night's sleep. So the reason for getting the 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 camper was that I'd have my own bed, and then I could cook my own food and and eat as healthy as I possibly could. So that's another reason why. I'm bringing Ashling on the road next year. She can make all nice juices. <laughs> she can look after you. Absolutely. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. And Richie, writing songs, I know, you know, you've had so much experience from what you've said and you've had different squiggly careers. We like to call them, you know, your squiggly, <laughs> squiggly careers. Um, and now you've landed at the very goal and career you had for his day. Was that part of you manifesting or writing down your goals? I know that's a common uh, theme throughout, you know, successful people who I speak to like yourself. It's, um, no, it's, 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 it's something that was always, always burning inside, but it's, it's, uh, you know, there has to come a time when, when you turn around to yourself and say, do I actually follow this and pursue it with everything I have or do I just let it burn and let it let it fade as I get older and it drifts away and further away and I could feel that happening and then I was I said to myself right I'm not gonna I'm not gonna end up 60 years of age and think to myself if only you know if only I had tried this or if only I'd done that and one thing I've noticed is you're never you never, you know, it's, you could be waiting forever for someone's permission to do something and you're never going to get it unless you get out there yourself and pursue it and do it yourself. So that's what I've discovered. And um, yeah, what was the question? No, no, that's great. I, I love it. It's such great advice because 
as you said, we're the only people stopping ourselves from achieving our goals and our perception of what other people might think of us often gets in the way of what we want to do. And I suppose to anyone listening, today should be the day you stop letting other people's opinions, you know, stop you from being your happiest self. And I think, Richie, what you just said there hit the nail on the head. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you have to, um, you have to stop worrying about what other people think or what other people say, because at the end of the day, there's only one person that matters and that's you. You know, it's, it's, it's up to you to make yourself happy in life. It's, it's the happiest times. What I've discovered is the happiest time for me in my life is when I'm out performing in front of people and when I'm meeting new people and I'm experiencing new places. So that's why I've, even as I was building my camper today, my new, my new tour bus, I was thinking to myself, this is the reason, you know, the reason I'm doing this is because it's going to, it's going to facilitate me to be the happiest I can be. And that's when I'm out playing music and when I'm, when I'm meeting new people, experiencing new experiences and seeing new places. That is so powerful. And you're right. I think people need to stop and look inward and think, what, what am I like or what am I doing when I'm smiling the most or I'm at my happiest place? And that's what I need to do more often. Because if anything, this whole current period of um, looking inward and giving us that extra time has allowed us to really focus on that. And, you know, really do look at when I'm, when I'm smiling, what am I doing? And maybe I should incorporate that a little more into my life each day. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's something I live by. I <laughs> know, <laughs> it's great. And I suppose, Richie, being a musician often can be quite lonely, maybe at times. Do you have an online community or a group of people who inspire you or you work with uh, to keep you performing at your best? Um... I don't know. I suppose I think Ashling probably keeps me inspired to keep working at my best. She's always, she's always, uh, you know, pushing me to make sure that I'm always on what it is I'm doing and to, you know, to keep, to keep focused on, on the path it is you're supposed to be doing. So yeah, I think probably Ashling. Oh my God, Richie, you're a very lucky man. Very lucky man. She's a great woman. And to anyone not sure where the link is, I recorded with Ashling a few weeks back and oh my goodness, what an oh, just inspirational, energized woman she is. And just, I love speaking with her. And if I got that from one hour, Richie, I'm sure yeah. you get this in abundance daily. So to have that presence in your life must be absolutely amazing. No wonder you put a ring on yeah. it, Richie. Yeah, you know, it's 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 another it's another it, that's another thing. It's like you have to surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up and who are going to support what it is you're about. Because if you don't surround yourself with those types of people, you're going to end up being the sum of the five people that you're going to hang around with. You know, so um, that's why I've got. You know, I surround myself. I like meeting. Um, I like meeting new people, and I gravitate to positive people and the people that are going to support what it is I'm doing and that are actually interested in what I'm doing, because then it's going to be, it's usually, it's a, an, an equal exchange of, of um, energy and friendship, you know? And that's what I've discovered too, is when, when you're out there 
touring or when you're out traveling the world, you attract all those types of people into your, your space. Yeah, no, absolutely. And they can feel your drive and your motivation and also your passion. Um, As I said, Richie, when you mentioned touring, you just shine and you're so happy. And I can feel that through a Zoom. So I'd say in person, it's so uh, attractive to be around that energy. And as you said, it attracts the right energy. So absolutely. Um, Richie, if you could give your 17-year-old self any advice you know, yeah. you're not doing the lean search anymore. You might not be in the happiest place. What would you tell, what would you tell that young man? I would tell him to get out and live your life to the fullest and not to listen to anyone or their opinion of what it is you should be doing or how it is you should be living your life because you look back at yourself and you, you'll say, why did I listen to this person or that person? Or why didn't I do this? Or why didn't I do that? Or why did they always think, why did they always tell myself I was too old to do this when you're never too old? You can do anything at any time of your life. And, um, to be more confident in, in you can achieve anything at any moment of, of your life. If you, if you put your, your time and your effort into it, it doesn't matter your it doesn't matter your your background or your circumstances whether you're whether you're rich or whether you're poor or it 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 really comes down to you and your 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 drive and your determination of what it is you want to achieve and um yeah that's what i'd probably tell myself no, that's great advice, Richie. Thank you so much. And it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Do you have any last words to share with our audience before I let you get back to the van? <laughs> yeah, I have to go cut a, a window in a van. <laughs> I'm, fit, I'm fitting a window, so it should be fun. Um, I suppose the last word I'd say is you have to follow follow what it is that burns inside you, you know, and follow that, that spark. Because if you don't, you, you'd be forever wondering why you didn't follow it. And, uh, it's worth the journey to, to follow something than to be wondering for the rest of your life, why you didn't actually do it or why you didn't take that first step to, to go into the unknown of, of what it is you want to follow in life. Oh, that's wonderful. That's a beautiful finisher. And Richie, where can everyone find you to follow your journey, the van, the music? Yeah, you can follow that. You can follow my van build on uh, Instagram. And I also have a website, so you can probably listen to my music on my website. Perfect. Richie, I'll link all of those down below. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. This has been so insightful. Brilliant. Cool. Thanks a million, Jess. Perfect. Thanks, Richie. And here, best luck with the van. And I continue to follow you on Instagram. And I hope I'll get the chance to listen to you in person in the future. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Thanks so much, Richie. Have a lovely evening. Anyone who has just listened to this, who didn't get the start they wanted, you heard Richie. He dropped out of school before the leaving cert. He still went to university and became a physio. And the next day, he still followed his passion since day one to become a musician. It is absolutely never too late to take that first step to making yourself truly happy. 
and following a path that you know will serve you and make your soul set on fire (laughs) if that isn't too cringy so I hope you enjoyed today's episode I certainly did and it was quite refreshing to speak to a musician an area I know nothing about next week we are back with a female in an area I am so fascinated by and I absolutely adore and I know you will love the conversation too so tune in subscribe and like and rate on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.